Mr. Jason Greifenberg of Comp Tool, is that right? Yes, sir. Awesome. Great to have you. Thanks for coming on. Before we get too much into introductions, it's Brokers and Brews, and you're yep. not a broker, but you sure as hell better brought a brew. What do you got? Yes, sir. Let's see. This is this is a um, it's called uh, Better Together Vanilla Porter. Nice. And it's from uh, Schoolcraft College Brewery. So nice. Schoolcraft College has their own brewing, made by students, and it's delicious. Well, <laughs> I didn't realize that we were going this theme. We honestly don't talk about this, but I brought a witch's hat, South Lion native, deflowered. Nice. So uh, I guess we both decided to go hyper local. Yep. And uh, obviously craft because we're in Michigan, so we wanted to stick to that. So of course, uh, cheers to you, sir. Cheers to you, my friend. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, let's get into it. Obviously, comp tool it means something to do with computer. Uh, tell us, you know, how long you've been in business, kind of what you guys focus on. Is it you? Is it a team? You know, let us know more about Jason. Right. Yeah. So uh, CompTool, CompTool started uh, 1998. Um, so we've been in business for 22 years. My business partner, Joe, and I, we, we were working the nine to five grind and uh, we liked computers. And we, we said, you know what, we could we could turn this career hobby into a business to help you know, the, the little guys, you know, the small businesses, the home users. And that's that's where it went. We started helping out uh, students. Uh, our neighbors and those things it just kind of ballooned into this little enterprise of ours and we you know we take care of uh, home users small businesses realtors uh, mortgage specialists lawyers and those things we we take care of their uh, IT needs uh, anything from virus scanning protection to tune-ups all the way up to they need a new office infrastructure they're moving their networking and, and those sorts of things everything in between so but we, we, we keep it with small businesses so typically yeah, to say small businesses, what up to five hundred people, but not we don't do five hundred. Well, hundred hundred would be the max. Hundred employees would be the max. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but, recently the government said small business was like publicly traded companies, but I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, but, uh, so like, what's a what's a typical day look like for your business? I mean, do you have like, do you wait on the people to call you? Do you have service calls like? What does it what does it kind of entail? So so currently or pre-COVID? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I guess what does business normally look like? And then definitely how does business look now? Sure. Yeah. So so normally uh, our, our week is pretty much planned out. So we know that you know throughout the week we're gonna take care of the users, we're gonna install a computer, a printer, uh, someone, you know, has something specific. Hey, can you come out and can you install the software? Can you move this printer? You know, little things like that. We, we're we're doing an office remodel. We're painting. Those things are planned out. But a lot a lot of the times is people just call me. You know, at noon at eight o'clock in the morning at eight o'clock at night, saying I can't do A, B, and C. I can't open up my QuickBooks. I can't print. I'm in a panic. I got to close. And we we boom. We take care of it right then and there. So uh, that's and that's been running good for 22 years, which is yeah. amazing. It's it's like half my life. It's just so insane. You know. Um, but now, uh, COVID, um, you know, in IT, it, it's, uh, everyone's working from home. So we're able to remotely support people. So we're not, you know, obviously going into the house for business, we're helping them remotely. And that kind of transition doing the remote work, a kind of transition about five, six years ago, 
once you know the, the internet got a little bit faster and there's technologies out there like you know the blog me in go to my pc those things those just kind of just boomed up and oh my gosh you know if we didn't set people up five six years ago it would have been a totally different story it would have been a panic so now when users call me they're already vested uh home users or businesses that have, you know, maybe 10 computers, 15, 20 computers, hey, remote into the front office machine, boom, I'm done. So there's no setup or anything like that. But uh, there, there's a couple that, you know, kind of panicked and said, you know, I, I got to work from home. Uh, I can't go out. Uh, I got to take care of a loved one, those sorts of things. Then we'll go and, uh, you know, we'll guide them through. We'll guide them through to work from home so they can still do their job. So it, it's, I could go on details on that, but that's, that's, that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> okay. And, and so like right now, have you had a need to go into a building, whether that building is a big building or it's a person's home, you know, over the last few weeks, we're at right. April. So, you know, we've felt some form of lockdown arguably since like March 14th, because that's when they canceled schools, you know, that weekend. Right. I think um, we're at week seven now. I think if, if if I know my math, I think yes. it was week seven of lockdowns from school. The home order officially started on the 23rd, uh -huh. but a lot of people started staying home, you know, that basically we had that weekend. Uh -huh. um, so it was definitely, it was Friday the 13th. And oh, then yeah. Yeah. that was the last day of school for most people. That's and right. And then we had, you know, starting on Monday, no school. So, you know, a person like myself um, who normally can work from home, I go to my office, I go to meet people in their homes. Uh -huh. I had to start adjusting to say, all right, you know, my boys will be with me or what have you. And really, I mean, for me personally, the way things transpired through that weekend was I was already kind of following this stuff and thinking this is going to be really serious. Yeah. By, by that weekend Sunday, mm -hmm. I was pretty determined that I'm not taking my boys with me in anybody's home, but I was still willing to go do things, you know, with myself because I felt like I could open a door and I could, you know, let somebody in and not go in and I could do a lot of stuff, but to bring people along, I didn't feel like I could. So that's why I say, I mean, for some people, the lockdown kind of started there, but officially the 23rd, when's the last time you think you went into a building? <laughs> Gosh, uh, four weeks maybe. So we, we had an issue where uh, an office, uh, office, they got about five, six computers and they're just having all sorts of internet issues. Oh th yeah. This is like, right when it started happening uh remember like uh, netflix went down and uh comcast went down at&t went down boom there's kind of falling dominoes like one after another uh, you know week after week and uh this one company they were having issues where i actually physically had to go this this happened like that first week where the internet was just getting flooded because everyone's working from home and we had to go in and kind of switch out some routers and things to make them make them good but, um, and gosh, I, I think I went to a home user's house on an emergency, but it was like where they just left the door open. And I just went into where the computer was, did my thing, grabbed the computer and left. So, but yeah, four, four five weeks, maybe. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, five, yeah. And the it's rest has all been remote. Like, yeah. It's one part of you, you feel like this has been an eternity. We make these jokes. Fortunately, yeah. it's only February 93rd and, you know, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the other part, you feel like, wow, I can't believe we're actually at the end of April already. Um, mm -hmm. I can't believe this. I can't believe that. You know, and the, the time flying by is some of it. You know, our days seem longer. But really, when you start saying, wow, it's been six weeks since something or it's been, you know, I mean, again, I 
March 14th now seems forever ago. It does. Um, you know, on a Saturday. That was our last, like, family trip. We went to the bookstore. Yeah. You know, we went to Barnes yeah. & Noble and yeah. bought a couple of books. And yeah. my wife was panicking about that. She's like, do we have to? Uh, she's like, you're not going to go buy food now, are you? And I'm like, no, we're going home. You know? And yeah. um, so it's kind of strange. But time's definitely kind of flying by. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, the, the I think a week or, a week or two prior to all this, we went to uh, Great Wolf Lodge. Uh, it's a water park in Ohio. Had a great time, and uh, you know, a couple weeks later, boom, we're a lockdown. It's like, wow, yeah. that was our last trip. And you know, we were having a Han. Do we do it? Should we do it? And, and looking back, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe. <laughs> you know, that would have been our, you know, the previous trip would have been like a year ago type thing. You know, so it's yeah, just, I'll just things just happen yeah your, so your mindset, has, business, yeah. has business slowed down or picked up no i think it's it's well it, your mind plays tricks on you um i think business is the same if not a little bit better um as far as more business because a lot there's a, a flood of people you know panicking they want to work from home they want to do college from home and those things some you know helping neighbors and and uh small businesses because their data uh well, with, 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 businesses their data is on their servers in their office and so they needed a way to get into their office so i helped them with that there's a flood of that and like oh my gosh this is so great so i, I do a lot of troubleshooting with them and plus a uh, lot of like uh, lawyers and, and uh, consultants they do a lot of zoom meetings they didn't know how to do zoom didn't know what the zoom thing was right so i did, so I did a lot of troubleshooting showing them how to do this you know so just yeah. if we were doing one-on-one hey let me show you how to do a zoom meeting and plus, then there's the other work too. There, you know, we still do the routine tune-ups, the virus scans, the renewals, uh, the, you know, the stuff, typical stuff. You know, I'm in my whole home office. I can't connect my Wi-Fi. Uh, let's get the printer going and, and just walk it through all that. So I think business is the same, if not picked up a little bit more. But your mind plays tricks on you. It feels like I've been working like 20 hours a day, and I haven't. You know, yeah. it's, it's just because I'm locked in my basement here, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and uh, which is fine. But uh, but you you just don't you don't have a window you don't have air you know I'm not I don't go out to lunch you know I don't um, you know that drive home to you know to and from the client's house or that fresh air that doesn't happen it's just the day just drags yeah and uh, so it's good it's good to be busy but you know I I wish I had a little bit of downtime so it's it's a blessing in disguise I'm very blessed and very fortunate to be working uh, a lot of people aren't I really feel for them I hope something comes back to them really quick uh, just hang in there we'll be out of this soon. But, um, but yeah, it's just, uh, hopefully when this is done, I can have my break and then everybody else can go to work. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I feel that way too. You know, my wife's in healthcare. Yeah. And so she had one week where she, she was home because she's part of a group that's considered elective, you know, procedures. Uh -huh. So mm -hmm. essentially they said, you know, no more elective procedures. Therefore, um, you know, we'll wrap up all the people that you have and then, you know, we'll be done. So she stayed home for one week, but, um, you know, she's back in the hospital doing some other things and, um, it's, I feel the same way. I feel like, geez, you know, if she still can take her time off, it's going to stink if we don't get to, you know, go anywhere because, you know, we're fortunate that she's working. I'm not complaining about any of that. Right. Right. But, right. um, you know, this hasn't been a vacation for me, no, but no, I've also been know. home away from a lot of stuff and I've been working, but not to the same capacity. Right. And the truth is, while, while partially because I can't work at the same capacity, 
I'm also not going to be able to anyways, because I have two kids with me now. Right. And sure. You might know that. So if you and I were house shopping together or I was listing your home or whatever, I'm sure you don't care if I bring my kids, but at the same right. time, we can't be out for 10 hours a day with kids in the car, you know? No, no. Kid, kids have a attention span. That's just crazy. Like I, like, you know, like uh, saying, you know, I could be locked in my basement here for 10, 12 hours and I don't, I don't care, but, but your kids, you know, I got, you know, I got two girls, five and 10 and, you know, every 15 minutes, their, their mind just goes, you know, they got, you know, yeah. that's, just, that's just a child's mind. Yeah. Like, you can't lock them in a room for 10 hours. Right. And I'm finding too, you know, sometimes like, especially my youngest, you know, he'll ask me a question and he kind of hears the sigh, you know? And so like, I think it was last Thursday or Friday and he asked me why I seemed frustrated and I just said, I go, well, I go, it's not you. It's really just a matter of as soon as I start reading something, you decide it's time for a question. Yeah. Sometimes your questions, I feel like, are just to talk, but some of your questions are really good. Right, right. But also, I'm trying to actually do something right now. And so I'm just frustrated at the situation. I'm not frustrated at you. I'm frustrated that we're here in the same office together. You're working on school. I'm working on work. You're asking me questions. I said, you know, I go, your, your teacher went to college and so did dad, but yeah, she yeah. went to college to be a teacher. Dad did it. So I'm struggling know. sometimes. You know? <laughs> so. It is. It, it, and, you know, we, we've always appreciated our teachers, but we even appreciate them even more. Right. Yeah. And, and it's just, I, I, you know, I, I have patience and stuff, but I, I don't, I can't, I can teach you how to use a computer and walk you through something, but I, I can't teach you, you know, math or how social studies works. and, and biology and those things exactly um, I, I just and because like like today you, you made a good point like today there's an example where I'm, i was in between me in between zoom meetings right in between zoom meetings and i just had like 10 minutes to go upstairs get a coffee get a snack come down and my daughter says uh hey dad can you help me with my math i'm like oh. <laughs> you know like you said the sigh and it's like one one is one is gosh you know timing is bad because like when she's doing the homework her mindset is in that homework yeah. You know, if I, if I say, well, let's wait five hours later, she's off watching YouTube or something. She's, there's no way. So, so I'm like, oh. so I, I kind of felt that she's, she was getting frustrated with me. And I said, it's funny because that, that happened with you too. Cause, uh, and I said, well, I'm in the middle of something, honey. I got five minutes. Let me show you And she's getting frustrated. I said, please don't get frustrated. Um, let's work on this together. And we're, she was trying to figure out some division thing, some division yeah. problem, and I got her through it. But but I felt bad because you know we're in the middle of something. I can't teach her, and you know I have to switch gears and learn how to do their division. You know, like I'm showing her, you know, there's a remainder of two carries. So I didn't I didn't learn it that way. She's learning the Common Core or the new way. Yeah. And I'm like I I can't I don't know that I can't teach it, and and I'm frustrated. Yep. You know because I want to help her. Plus, I got one arm going this way, one arm going that way, and it's and and you know the kids' brains, you know they're they're you know eight to eight to four at school time. I'm I check out at five six, sometimes seven o'clock at night. Okay, let's do homework. We'll get him ready for bed. You know, so right. it, it doesn't. Yeah, everyone's frustrated. <laughs> the, the flip side of it, though, has been the positive side of it has been like maybe I've been. I mean, I don't think I'm a bad dad by any means, no, but maybe no. I've been a bad dad that. You know, like if, if you're kind of busy, but you're not like, it's not pressing and they go, dad, you know, you want to play Uno? Probably yeah, I would have said no. And now I'm saying like, you know, I look and go one second, boom, 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 close the computer down. Let's yeah. go play Uno for the yeah. 300th time, but it's okay. 
you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and no one cares. No one cares. Right. And, and I'm looking at it and, and I'm just saying, you know, this is the upside is, and I've talked about this with just about everybody that, you know, we haven't spent time with people uh-huh. as much in, you know, at least in the last decade, at least probably the last two decades. Yeah. I mean, you know, smartphones and social media, they were great tools when they started, right? It was like, oh, yeah. cool. In an emergency, you can get your email on your BlackBerry or your Palm right. Trio, you know? Right, right, right. But yeah. then it became every email, oh, who's the guy who's first to respond, you know, especially yeah. in some of our businesses like mine, where, you know, it is a first to respond if it goes out to five people. Right, um, right. And then the same thing kind of I feel like started happening with social media. It was like one minute you'd post. I remember everyone complained. Who cares what somebody had for breakfast or whatever, you know? Yeah, they're taking pictures of their food and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm guilty of that, you know. <laughs> and now it's almost like it's our job for some for some people, you know, like they got to post about whatever. It could be political or it could sure. be, you know, nature. I mean, some of it's not bad, but mm-hmm. it's not their job. And they're posting like it is, and right. we're taking away from our time with friends and family and stuff, right? Because mm-hmm. I think the the positive part of it has been number one, you've had more connection with your own family, but number two is like you probably can't wait to get back out and do something with a group of people. You oh know? my gosh, yeah, like uh, you know, you're 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 involved in different networking groups, like I am, or or gatherings and stuff, and we can't do that. We do Zoom. You know, like, uh, I don't know how long this is going to be. I'm thinking about maybe doing like a, a, a poker. You know, if there's a way you could do poker. There, There is. Uh, okay. I'm in two groups. I haven't oh, played okay. a single game, but I'm in two groups that's doing it, like an online poker. But it's not as cool. It's still, it's still. Uh, you know, you've got your good. phone in your hand and you're looking at it. And we're still not like working together. See, I'm not dealing to you. Yeah, you're not passing the cards, the visual, yeah. passing the cards. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't figured that out. If you figure it out, because I said that would be fun, even to play like euchre or spades or something like that. Right. How would we do it? How could I make sure that if you got dealt a nine of diamonds, that you that how would you see that? You know, without us all yeah. seeing each other's cards, I'm not sure. You have to do like some kind of like online poker, or I'm sure there's online poker, online euchre, where four people log in to four person euchre, and then you just do this like a Zoom or yeah. Something. So and, and then, you know, you said like how you were saying how people haven't done Zooms and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was really funny because probably that first weekend, um, a friend of ours, they turned 40. And so they go, they had like a Zoom birthday party. Yeah. yeah. She had a bunch of her girlfriends on and they were all kind of drinking and they all <laughs> were changing their backgrounds and stuff. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I've been doing Zoom meetings for two years. I didn't even know you could change your background. And you and the kids, by the way, earlier that day, they were like, how do I change this? How do I change this? I'm like, how did you guys, this isn't my focus, guys. I'm worried about the meeting, not the background. I don't feel bad. I didn't, I didn't know about the background until uh, maybe three weeks ago. Yeah. That's funny. So, I mean, you might be possibly one of the most, you know, in tune people when it comes to this next question. Like, where where do you think we're going when it comes to let's just assume safety is no longer the concern mm-hmm. you know i mean you've set up a lot of people at home mm-hmm. do you think offices are more a thing of the past than they've ever been i clearly not everywhere but as a as a general consensus um i guess it depends on the individual you know of course it depends on everything right but you know safety you know we, we go we go back to work right so how's that going to look 
Um, I have I have clients that still go into the office, you mm-hmm. know, and they're they're considered essential, and they want to go in the office. They're they're old school. They want to go in the office, and that's fine. But you know, they wear gloves, they masks, they spray everything down. There's two or three of them in the office. Uh, their family, it's a family business, which is great. Or there's a couple of them, and uh, that's that's their mojo. That's how they work. They work off of each other. They joke. They poke fun at each other. You can hear them, you know, calling them. They're yeah. razzing each other. You know, that's their mojo. That that's why they're successful because they're joint. But like maybe like the individual, like you know myself, um, you know, I might push more uh, doing everything remotely, unless obviously you have to come in for something. And and it's nice, like you talked about the benefits, like you know. I can close this for half an hour and spend time with the kids. Like, my gosh, you know, for six weeks now, I've had lunches and dinners with my family. I, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't, I haven't done that. I've, I've never before this, I can't remember a full solid week that I've had lunch and dinner with my family. It sure. isn't just because we're so busy. Right. And, and to your point too, you know, last 10, 20 years, we've been so busy, but I, I think, um, you know, obviously, like the service industry, uh, car repairs and, and painting and construction and, and deliveries and those things, those obviously are going to be out. But I think people are, if we go back like today, if we go back today, like right this minute, everything is good. We can go back. You're going to see like 90 percent people just flood back to their office. But if this goes longer, if this goes to the end of the year until there's um, either a clinical cure vaccine or a way to deal with it if you get sick until there's a cure and we're still in our basements people are going to get used to this new behavior and you're going to see not so many people go back to the office because yeah. they're going to say gosh you know there's a there's an expense there's heating cooling there's gas there's rent travel i enjoy being with my loved ones i enjoy this extra time at lunchtime i can walk around the block oh my gosh you know it may be a good thing it may yeah. be a good thing I mean, I think if, if we didn't have virtual school, oh yeah, it could be perfect for a lot of people. In fact, for the last, I don't know, 18 months, you know, probably when my first friend bought a Peloton and we thought, you guys are crazy, you're spending this kind of money on a Peloton and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, guess what we bought over the weekend? You know, like, <clears throat> and, and part of the justification was, well, I'm not going to go back to the gym even mm-hmm. whenever it opens. I mean, yeah. whatever day the gym opens, I don't care if it's next Monday or if it's not until January of 2021, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the first person in the gym and neither is my wife. You know, right. that's the way it's going to go. Even if there's cures, vaccines and everything else, I'm still yeah. going to, I feel like it's, there's, you know, part of it is the COVID-19. Part of it is like, you're starting to become more conscious of what's out there. You know, um, it starts with a joke where you see the Lysol already had coronavirus listed on it. Right, but right, then yeah. you learn coronavirus is like a term that means something. And then you learn in what that means. And you're like, wait, so this already existed? You know, like yeah. that. Thing. So COVID-19, no. Coronavirus, yes. And you start thinking, well, yeah. dang, I really want to get into these certain scenarios, right? right? So I think if we didn't have the kids at home for school purposes, yeah. I feel there's a lot of people, like you said, I would much rather um, be able to close this up and then buzz out for my snack with my family. I'm right here versus in my office. My office is only 15 or 20 minutes from my house. You yeah, know? and you're, you're not, you're not um, gosh, you know, we, we used to do lunches you know, almost every day. Like when we had tip and 
whatever, you know, it could be 20, 25 bucks. If you go to a restaurant, maybe even $30, you know, say, I'll, oh, I'll yeah. buy today, you know, then get pretty expensive. It's like, man, you know, I, my credit card bills are low, lower, <laughs> lower, I should say. And, uh, expenses are a little bit lower and, uh, yeah, uh, but we're, we're still, we're still, you know, we're humans. We, we still want that interaction. So we're still going to want to hang out and have a beer with somebody. Right. We're right. Up at the, we're still, we're still going to do that. We're humans. We're, we're social. We're social beasts. Yeah. But as far as work, uh, people are going to be like, eh, you know, I, I like this home thing or, yeah. you know, or whatever. Yeah. I just, I, I do feel, I mean, I'm interested to see what happens with both the employee and the employer. Cause like you said, I mean, if I'm renting, if I own or rent a 40,000 square foot facility mm-hmm. for, you know, let's just say I'm, I'm quick in loans, you know, yeah. I mean, they have huge office spaces in multiple cities. And yeah. if you could consolidate that and maybe have a hundred, 150 people coming to offices or, you know, consolidate that and have a handful of people that probably have to be in the building for various reasons, right. but the other people kind of come and go depending on appointments or workload or whatever, you know, I mean, you see some real estate companies were already going that route, you know, to virtual only or having like a building that really only houses eight, 10 agents at a time, even though they employ or staff 60 agents, because right, they yeah. know that only eight or 10 agents probably need to be in at one moment to do work in a building other than their house or a Starbucks. Or just rotate in. Yeah. So I would guess, I mean, heck, if I, like I say, if I had a 40,000 square foot space, unless I was the owner and paying myself rent, (laughs) I'd probably think about the ability to conduce or consolidate. Right. You have to think too, like if, uh, because that's what a lot of these companies were doing, like, you know, Quicken Loans and all these other, other bigger companies, uh, Apple and, and, um, Google and all these other companies where, you know, they want you to work at the office for 12 hours. You know, they got a gym, they have a daycare facility, they have, you know, catered food and uh, all this expensive stuff. And now they're like, okay, go home, right? You know, get out of here. And it's a liability too. It's like, well, why don't you just work from home for 12 hours? You know, we'll still pay you. Just stay home, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, I mean, you know, if I had a different style of job, mm-hmm. I feel like I probably wouldn't mind because like I just said, I mean, I could go out to my kitchen and make some food or have leftovers or whatever. I can then go to the basement and hit the treadmill or in a couple of months hit the Peloton or, yeah, yeah. you know, lift some weights. I, I have a heavy bag. I mean, I could do different stuff all mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like I'd still like to be a part of a community. Yeah. So, yeah. Whether that's a gym or that's online virtual, you know, things, something mm-hmm. like you said, we're social bodies. So we're not going to suddenly all just stay in our homes. In fact, like we said earlier, I can't wait till I can get together with some folks more right. than six feet apart or less than six feet apart <laughs> in a facility, you know, and do something fun with, you know, with people. But right. um, to be able to do these things from home. Now, you know, anyone who's watching might see your home. Right. You've got. I see six arcade games behind you and oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I've seen more than that, I think. So tell us yeah. a little bit about that obsession and how fun that's been. Yeah. So, uh, arcade machines in my basement. So it's not a background. It's real. So, <laughs> um, I've been collecting arcade machines since, 
don't know, 2001, 2004 scenes when the arcade scenes started to die. Then they had these things called arcade auctions. So me and a bunch of my buddies from work, we would get together and go to um, Michigan State Fairgrounds at arcade auctions there. Uh, the actual amusement parks, they have arcade auctions. And these things went anywhere from 50 bucks to, I think the most I paid was 300 for any one of these arcade <laughs> machines. Now they're worth a lot more. Yep. And I, I and I love to tinker with them. They're, they're all working. I love the electronics on them, as you can tell, with computers and stuff. And um, yeah, my wife said I could have four, <laughs> <laughs> and it just kind of grew to fifteen. <laughs> so there, uh, there, and now I'm telling myself, okay, I have no more room. Uh, the kids need to play here. They have a play area, and uh, uh, it's just uh, just just uh, just something you know. I grew up, you know, went to, went to the arcades. It got me interested in electronics. Got me interested in programming and, and computers, and again, social. Just me, me, me and the buddies going to. We used to go to Canton Super Bowl bowling alley and just play uh, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. And, yeah. Oh my gosh! And then I could talk all the way back. I remember, you know, Kmart in Plymouth had an arcade in there. Believe it or not, Kmart's no longer there anymore, but they had an arcade there. Myers had a Kmart. I could I could tell you specifically where each machine was. And, yeah. And, and you know where Jungle Hunt was and where Time Pilot was and boom boom boom. It's just so many good memories. And uh, fortunately, uh, my well, a good buddy of mine said, "Hey, you know, there's an arcade auction here." And in Michigan, let's go. Let's go and take a look. And uh, we started collecting them. So my other buddies, they got like three or four each. And um, you know, we go to each other's house. We do like these little land parties uh, every few months. And we come down. I got a wet bar. Uh, they have wet bars themselves, and we just kind of hang out and nerd out. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's mostly social now. It used to be, used to be, you know. The wives would joke and say, gosh, it's so quiet because we got our headsets on. We're playing the game, you know, right. we're playing like uh, Warcraft or whatever it is. And now we just like, dude, I haven't seen you in, in a year. We have kids. Let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I have a game back here. Yeah, I'll play it later. <laughs> so are all your games, uh, are they the actual game or do you have any where you have like kind of the box and then underneath you have 350 games hooked up into the console? Well, um, Twelve of them are originals. Twelve of them are originals, and three of them are the company called Arcade One Up, and it, it, they make like a multicade. So yeah. there's one back there. It's a Star Wars game that's got the three different Star Wars games in it. And if you're if you're to buy an original Star Wars game, it's like two thousand dollars. So sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's like and it, it's it's a smaller scale. But three of them, three of them are one of those what you call a multicades, and then the other other twelve are the originals. That's cool. No, I mean, obviously, you know, it's something that started making a big comeback in the last couple of years too. all these arcade places. And it's funny, I was out in California last year for a real estate conference and um, I was with somebody. And so we were like, well, what should we go do? And we found a a bar that said that they had um, arcade games or whatever. So I was (laughs) like, okay, cool. Let's go do that. And we came in there and they had two arcade games. It was, uh, they definitely had, Mortal Kombat, but I don't remember the other one right now. And then they had basically an old school N64 um, GameCube, and then they had a couple of these modded, you know, boxes. So yeah. like they had the Xbox with you know a hundred, two hundred games you could play a Turbo Graphics sixteen or something like that. Nice. And I was like, this is kind of cool, but kind of not, you know, because like right. this isn't what I thought I was coming into, right? You know? um, so original, yeah. 
but then you know you see like the Nintendo Classic when it came back oh, out, yeah, you yeah. couldn't find them, and now they're not existed anymore. They're a hundred bucks at least, you know, yeah. on um, sites uh-huh. for games that we thought would never be cool again because they were eight bits and graphics yeah. were terrible and stuff, and you know, <laughs> so it's amazing to see that that comeback. Yeah, there's another wave where, like us that grew up with those, the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and we remember, you know, our friends' basements getting, you know, getting Domino's or Little Caesars pizza, and uh, eating Skittles and Mountain Dew, and and just having a good time. And all of a sudden, like you know, 20, 30 years later, Nintendo Classic comes out. And it's like, oh, Mario Brothers, <laughs> uh, Mega Man, you know, whatever games are on there. It's like, I remember that. And you want to show your kids, you play it, and you just like, wow, this is so amazing. So yeah. <laughs> my wife and I will sometimes just try to bust out like Mario three or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's funny cause I was, I was okay at games, but I was not like a gamer. And in mm-hmm. fact, as time went on, I just really would buy a couple of the sports games. Yeah. And so, um, even talking to a friend, he's like, you know, you got to do this and that and level one takes it. And I'm like, dude, I don't remember even how to get that thing, let alone what it does if I do get it, you know? <laughs> so I'm really not the, but we just have fun on them. So, you know, did you, I get like the, did you get like the Genesis, like the Maddens or anything? Did you get into the Genesis? I didn't, um, not now. So I, so I still have my Sega Genesis. Yeah. 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 And I have my original Nintendo. And, um, so we have a place here in in South Lyon where I live, and it's um I can't think of the name of it because I would totally call them out, shout them out right now. Yeah. But they're they're right in town, and they have the old games and stuff, and then they can work on them. So I brought in the Genesis and said I need like the adapter to turn it on a new TV. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, cool. He goes, do you mind if I you know take a look at it? And he goes, let me clean this up, whatever. I think he did it for like three or five dollars or something ridiculous. Oh, wow. Nice. And I walked out of the place with a couple of games cleaned up, whatever, for 30 bucks, you know? Wow. wow. And um, every now and then the boys will say, like, let's get this out. And, um, cool. and yeah. And then the, for, for Christmas, he got the Switch. And for, like, four bucks, you can subscribe online for, like, the NES and SNES classics. Yes, and yes. So we just do that now. You know, it's easier. That so. is so cool. Yeah, you can take it with you or – play on the screen and that that's what i like about those older games is because you, you just put in the cartridge you turn it on boom you're done there's no loading screen there's no story there's no like okay you know it's 15 minutes just to hit the attack button you right yeah well and that's the other thing it's like there's like a there's a point to it right like they're playing these games and i go uh you know, like, well, where do you get to the boss? You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you get to the next level? You know, stuff like that. And they're like, what are you talking about? Right, you right. know, and uh, I got a side quest I got to do. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, so I don't understand them. And so I don't mean to sound old because I'm not quite 40 yet, but I feel old sometimes when I'm talking to them about video games, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's pretty pretty interesting we got off on a tangent obviously a side note there with your background but no, that's fine um, so how how are your how um how do you keep your kids entertained i know you can only do so much school right it's not like yeah it's not like they're doing you know normal eight hours and recess and snack time and nap time how yeah. do you how do you keep them entertained in between what are you guys doing so our our routine if you will is um you know they're they're both a little bit early risers so 
Um, by 7.30, they're allowed to pull out like electronics, whatever they, Xbox or iPad or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then by nine o'clock, we're shut down mm-hmm. and we're starting school. And then they normally can finish that probably within an hour or two, depending on what they've got. But um, we do like educational till say lunchtime. Yeah. So if they finish school, maybe we bust out the prodigy. It's like a online math game or I'll say read some of your books or, you know, something like that. Okay. Lunch comes and then depending on the weather, right? So like a day where it's nice out after lunch, I might say like get outside and do something or, uh, yeah. you know, I'll find something for you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, if it's not, then, then they can watch a movie or something like that. Um, and then probably by one thirty, two o'clock, they're really starting to itch for like entertainment or something, you know? Right. And yeah. that's where I might say like, do you guys want to play a game? Or again, if it's nice out, let's take the dog for a walk or, yeah. you know, let's, uh, we got a basketball hoop, let's shoot some hoops or, you know, yeah. something yeah. like that. And then they'll normally get another like video game break somewhere in the later part of the afternoon until mom comes home. Uh-huh. And then we're fortunate to, you know, we have dinner and uh, after dinner, we'll do something as a family or, you know, something like that. Um, we've gotten into puzzling, you know, again. So my oldest son, who's 10, and my wife have always enjoyed puzzles. And uh, my youngest son and myself have never been big puzzlers. So I'm like, OK, well, then let's do this. Right. Like, yeah, we yeah. Need to. it's good for your brain. <laughs> so we do that a lot to stay busy. Um we've definitely ordered a few more books, you know, uh, to all for everybody to kind of like have some more reading time and, and some games, you know, I mean, uh, again, sometimes it's easy, like let's play some Uno or in fact, the kids know how to play like five card draw, you know, Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, and then other times we bust out Monopoly, um, you know, Yahtzee, Life, you know, those types of games. So you try to keep it sometimes mindless and then sometimes, you know, kind of still educational, you know, strategy, that type of stuff. Yeah, Monopoly teaches kids patience. <laughs> yes. Um, and mom and dad. Fortunately, I won the first game that we played because, like, as a realtor, if I would have not beaten everybody in how to play the Monopoly game, I would have been very disappointed. Uh, so I haven't won them all, but I did win the first one. Thank God. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, but what about you said 10 and five, so mine are 10 and seven. So they're a little closer in age that they yep. can make do with Nerf gun battles or hide and seek, you know, cause they're, they're close enough that, you know, they're making do most of the time, 10 and five, I feel like maybe more of a challenge. Yeah. But the first week, the first, I'd probably say the first couple weeks was, was kind of difficult because there, you know, there is that age gap there, but they, they do go to the same school. They, they ride the bus. So this, this was the first year where they rode the bus together. And, uh, you know, she's, she's being big sister. She's been really good, you know, showing her the bus and the ropes and those things. But, you know, they get, they get out of other's nerves because there's such an age gap there. The first two weeks was just fighting, fighting. It's like, oh, so somehow they just, I mean, you know, we didn't say, you know, hey, you're the sister. You got to be nice. They just kind of figured it out as humans, you know, because remember, they're, they're little, they're little people. They're little you know they're they're little humans so they they figured it out for themselves because you know i'm working obviously and my wife is trying to get the house going and you know the dinners and all that fun stuff bless her heart you know doing all that stuff and helping with the school and um they just kind of figured out where they 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 do the the hide and seek the forts the uh you know they tickle fights they um uh the, the 10 year old 
set up a Roblox account for the five-year-old. I'm like, how did you? <laughs> because I guess like they're 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 like sharing like she like uh, the ten-year-old was mad because when she goes on Roblox and her tablet uses her account, and and uh, it was really upsetting her. And the five-year-old wanted to play Roblox, and uh, so she's like, I'll just create you an account. Created her account. I'm like, how did you do that? I just created her account. I'm like, with no, e- I, I I'm like, whatever. So yeah. they're, they're, they're helping each other out. They have similar interests, like uh, similar YouTube channels they watch. Um, um, they got some goofy stuff, and I, I force them onto some educational fun things, too. It, 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 uh, but they, after two weeks, they, I think they figured it out. They haven't really fought as much. Yeah. So I, I think they're just kind of like, this is the way it is, and they figured it out. So great yep. I mean, it's amazing it's we amazing. definitely actually the first probably three to five days mm. those were probably the best days for us because mm. i think they were just like okay we get it you know and and it's funny like my seven-year-old as much as like um he challenges certain rules and stuff like that he also takes certain things like very seriously like, he's lactose intolerant oh so, yeah if yep. he came over to your house to play your video games there behind you yep. and you brought a snack, he would say, is there milk in this? Like, Oh, okay. Not because we've really even pushed it. Like he just knows like, so certain things like that. And th- this coronavirus has been the same way. Mm-hmm. Like he'd see oh. my other son, you know, out there on his bike with a buddy and he'd be like, you guys are too close. You know, like that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Distance, distance. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they kind of took this really serious right away. Wow. And that's very mature. That's great. It was, I mean, we were like, Hey, we haven't even talked to them about the, any dangers or yeah. what there is or isn't to be scared of, or, you know, whatever. And they were going outside, they were playing Foursquare, playing around the world, you know, and, and horse. Yeah and just kicking a soccer ball and just staying entertained um and then it was kind of like you're cheating you know like the usual (laughs) stuff right but overall they do pretty good and you know it's been fun to see some of the creativity my oldest son watched and read the hunger games he read the books and then he watched the four movies and then the next thing you know he comes to me and he's like do we have a pocket knife i'm like yeah i think so and i knew i had like a kind of junky one from like Lowe's from 15 years ago. Right, right. He's out there like <laughs> shaving bark off of a tree, like making a spear, right? Oh, geez. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's the type of stuff that like kids do or are supposed to do. But they like haven't thought about doing because they have an iPad in their hand. You know? I know. I know. Yeah. So, yep. so that type of stuff's been pretty cool. And um, overall, they do pretty good. But there's times where, you know, like actually earlier today, um, you know, I said, well, do you want to help mom on this puzzle? And he's like, no. And I go, Okay, so what do you want to do? Uh-huh. Because you just got off the Xbox and yep. your brother's doing this and, you know, I'm going to do this. What's your plan? Well, I don't know. I'm like, okay. Well, I bought this puzzle actually for you and your brother. You don't have to do it. I'm just, you know, I'm continuing to ask you, what do you want to do? Well, right. that puzzle got finished right before we jumped on this call. Oh, so, nice. That's you know, awesome. Stuff That's like so that. Cool. That's yeah. So, cool. so overall, you know, pretty good. Um, I miss this opportunity to ask you when you st- started off, like you, you know, you've been in business since 98. Mm-hmm. So you got in business, you didn't advertise on the internet. That's for sure. Cause nobody knew what the heck the internet was just you. And, um, yep, yep. and you know, you and I have known each other for, you know, probably geez, eight years or so. 
Gosh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't think about it that way, but we probably yeah, I mean, about that's it. crazy. That's great. That, that's good. That's awesome. I guess <laughs> six or seven years, probably 2013 or 14, we met each other. Sure, yeah. And, um, and so we're friends on Facebook, so we see a little bit of each other's stuff. But I've never seen a business page of yours. I've never mm-hmm. seen a business Instagram, right? And so, like, most of the people that I talk to through this and then in, in business, you know, they probably have grown through social media and stuff like that. How did you, how did you, and how do you kind of grow your business today? How does, how does your word get out there? Yeah. So it, it, it's a uh, fortunate, fortunate because, uh, cause we've been doing this for so long and just kind of morphed into what it is today. Like, you know, 20, 22 years ago, obviously it was a different world. We didn't do any advertising. Our rule was, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to have a Walmart customer. I don't want to stick my business card on Potbelly's pegboard and just because yeah. the person that's going to want to finagle the price down. So um, it just, uh, you know, we started kind of the business kind of as a hobby and just kind of grew and grew and grew and grew, just word of mouth. Uh, we just, we got a couple of businesses that really carried us through and those businesses referred us to other businesses, which uh, we like to this day, we have our very first customer, our very first business. And um, they, they're still growing strong, you know, one business, he's morphed into different businesses. He's referred me out to, I, I, I'm going to say 20, but it's probably more than that, 20 different businesses or, um, you know, home users. And just, he, he's a people, he knows everybody, he just refers me out. And just, he's such a great guy. And uh, just, just getting, getting to know somebody, you know, you, you do a good job. They'll refer you out. We do have a Facebook fan page and we have a website, but we don't do a lot with it because it's all word of mouth. It's all word of mouth, and uh, which which is which is phenomenal. And and like I said, you know, we've been doing it for 22 years, so it just kind of comes natural. Now, starting out, it'd be a different story, right? Sure. But but that's where you get into like your BNIs and local networking groups and your chamber of commerce. You know, you can put your face out there. Those things are huge. Those are great things to do. And I still continue to do that. So just a combination of just the, the word of mouth and the continuing the networking and just uh, talking with people online and talking with you and in general and those things and be positive, do a good job. It'll just morph. It'll just morph into something positive. Like, you know, you, you can, you can remember, you know, like you go to a drive through or a restaurant that's bad or you get a service that's bad. You remember that. And, you know, to tell a hundred people, you know, don't go to this person. And also on the other token, if someone cuts your lawn and does a phenomenal job, you're going to tell 100 people, oh my gosh, my lawn is perfect. He comes by, he, he says hi, he drops off a bottle of wine at Christmas time. You know, you remember that. So uh, that that's what you do. That's that's how you that's how you grow it. That's, that's how you run a business. So yeah. you, you have to, not only do you have to be good at your arts, so like the repair computer business, that's my art. That's what I do with my hands. I repair computers. My staff, my business partner, we have, you know, uh, we have uh, co- you know workers that work with us. Um, but you also have to be a business owner and have to have a business mind. You know, if, if you just go in and like, I'm, I'm a great plumber and I'm the best plumber in the world, that's awesome. But you have to take a business section and, and, and know the business world to grow. Otherwise, if you just, if you just have your art, whether it's plumbing or real estate or computer repair, and you do it, you're only going to make 50 grand a year. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're happy with that, that's great. But if you want to do more and grow and be bigger, then you have to you have to take yourself out of that art and do the business or hire someone to do that. There's so many 
many things that people can do, like hire a coach or have a spouse do it or, or a trusted business partner that do, does those things. But, got, you know, it's, there's so many, in my mind, is just exploding right now. There's a hundred things you could do. But in a nutshell, that's what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's funny. Obviously, I work with a lot of different contractors or I might refer them out or I meet them or, you know, somehow or another. So uh, that's going to be the group that I'm going to attack and praise here in this conversation. But that's a great group of people that, as you say, they need a business mindset too, because there are some guys that do phenomenal things with construction, um, you know, landscaping, um, all those, all those things that, that people ask for a plumber, an electrician, you know, a welder or pipe fitter or something along those lines. You know, these people are asked about all the time and yet they're really hard to find and a lot of it has to do with that business aspect because they know plumbing or they know electrical or they know they can landscape design with a piece of, a piece of paper and a ruler. You know, they don't need a program, but they also don't know how to follow up or respond. They might not know a good way if I question something without, you know, almost yelling at me or something like yes. that. Um, yes. Things like that. And, um, and, like, and then, like you said, I mean, coaching, you know, I, I've done uh, part of real estate coaching groups various times. Um, if you talk to or read any autobiography, you know, these guys, I mean, Howard Schultz, you know, who started yeah. Starbucks, yeah, yeah. You know, will talk about coaches that mentored him and helped him. Michael Jordan, in his prime, had at least six outside coaches, not including Phil Jackson and staff, you know, that kept him sharp and so love him or hate him he yeah. won six championships yeah and he's arguably one of the the best if not the best player to ever play that game and it comes down to these other folks you know and and then you have mentors and you have also but the coaching you know there's a coach out there probably for just about everything business coach or sales coach or you know whatever and uh you know, if, I think if you're really starting trying to get into a business or, or even growing your business, uh -huh. you always want to consider having somebody like that, you know, as, as part of your expense category, because it's going to help the other categories for sure. Yeah, because we're because where small businesses fail a lot is like, you know, you have your art, you have your craft. Like, we'll, we'll, let's let's pick on the electrician. Uh, he, he, he does a great job. He comes in clean, doesn't electrocute yourself, doesn't burn the house down. And you need that person to do that craft, that art, right? So he's doing that 40 hours a week, but he doesn't have time or the mentality to go home at five o'clock and do 40 hours of business. Mm -hmm. He's exhausted. He's done for the day. And that's where people don't realize it's like, well, you need help. You got, you got to hire somebody. You got to outsource. Well, you know, I know the numbers. I don't trust anybody with QuickBooks and only I need, only I can write the checks. You gotta give that up. You gotta give that up because you're gonna be stuck at making forty grand a year, and that doesn't include paying for benefits and health and medical. You know, you're screwing yourself. You gotta give some of that stuff up. And 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 people, you know, we realize that from day one. It's like we can't do it all. Like in IT, uh, IT, you know, we can't do websites. We can't do email security. We can't do it all. So we, we subcontract it out. We hire somebody out. You know, 
uh, I know numbers. I'm a numbers guy. I know, you know, how to do accounting, but I hire someone, to, I hire a CPA to do my accounting for me. Right. That, you know, best, you know, best, uh, you know, like she probably spends, I don't know, you know, 50 hours a year doing the taxes and the quarterlies and stuff like that. You know, that's 50 hours of headache that I do, just do not want to deal with. You, know, yep. you got to give, you got to give it up, you know, and, th- and that's where people fall. Yeah. And then of course there's the other group that they've outsourced everything mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're a business owner. And so, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> and I've been on both sides of that, you know, yeah. uh, as a business owner and just as an employee, you know, seeing it, um, from places where, yeah, they, they want to specialize in everything or, well, I'm not really good at this, so I outsource it. And I'm not good at this, so I outsource it. And it's like, well, at some point as a business owner, you know, you at least need to know how you got to your numbers. Let the accountant and the uh, bookkeeper put the numbers in place Uh and, you know, things like that. But you should at least know how to get there or how your bottom line shows up or how to get a different bottom line. And those people can help you, you know. But like you said, I mean, you know, if I, I do accounting for myself but even when i had one one coworker that we were like a, a team it suddenly became very difficult to do all the accounting because i had that person's uh expenses and my expenses and then we had combined profits and you know we had to split those and you, you just doubled see, your headache yeah yeah i mean it literally became a thing where it was like well i'm doing this so you do this and instead i'm not doing real estate and that's what i do you know? That's your that's your craft. That's your art. You know. Yeah. So um, you know, I don't know that we meant to get into like a coaching uh, coaching call or whatever you want. No, to that's call. all right. <laughs> By all means, you know, um, anybody who's listening at this, you know, venture of the conversation, hopefully, is picking up like something on that because I think it's so crucial that you know what you're good at and you exceed there. And then, yes, you know, as a business owner, you have a few things that you have to do as a business owner, but you find people that do the stuff that needs to be done, the, the, the hard work, you know, because, you know, like my industry, we can make more money than doctors or lawyers or whatever, but sure. I can guarantee you, you can't make even as much as minimum wage if you're doing everything that needs to be done on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, you're making three bucks an hour working 80 hours a week. You're killing yourself. Right. You, you have to know what you're good at, but you also have to know what you're not good at and then fill that gap, hire someone and outsource it. So, you know, you, you, you can't work 80 hours a week. You'll kill yourself. And then the, the craft and the art that you do just, just falls. It, it, just, it just, and then you lose your business. Yeah. Yeah. Or you burn out, right? Burn- I mean, there's a lot of people that are successful, but they've burned out in two years or three years. Uh-huh. It's crazy, you know, and it's obviously it's young, young people, they burn out, you know? Um, I mean, you should be burned out like after 30 or 40 years, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm retiring. I'm done. Yeah. Right, that's the concept of retirement. It's kind of like a burnout type of thing, but you know, you can't retire unless you're maybe like Mark Zuckerberg and decide you don't want to be a part of Facebook anymore. Right, you know, right. Yeah. Then you can retire. But other than that, you don't get yeah. to retire at 25 or 30 or something, you know. Right, right. Um, <laughs> um, before I let you go, I always like to just kind of, is there anything, you know, that maybe we glossed over anything 
that you're that's on your mind that need to get out there words of wisdom anything more uh no it's just good just talking with you just two guys talking and having some brewskis so i appreciate that it gives me an opportunity to drink usually i don't drink as much i'm actually working a little bit more so i got to keep the mind going but uh yeah with this crazy i call it crazy corona so um, <laughs> uh every every everyone everyone's handling it differently I'm, I'm i'm handling it i'm a workaholic by nature so i'm handling it by keeping busy and that doesn't work for everybody. You know, somebody, you know, people, they want to binge, binge watch Netflix. They want to spend time with their family. They want to um, do an art, learn a language or do nothing. Each person handles this, whatever this is differently. And that is okay. There is no right way. There's no wrong way. It is how you as an individual deals with it. And that's okay. If, if, if this goes on for months and months longer and all you did was watch Netflix, that's okay. Don't beat yourself up. Don't feel guilty. You are doing what's best for you. Then when you get at the end of this, which is going to be, I think, sooner than later, you're going to be like, okay, well, you know what? That was a silly few months and um, life is good and you continue going on. So whatever you're doing today to deal with what's going on today, you're doing the right thing. Cool. I don't disagree. You know, I, I, I you see these posts like you're not okay and that's okay or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's true. It's like it, it's different. You know, today is different than it was six weeks ago or eight weeks ago. It's and um, nobody is prepared for how to deal with these things. You're seeing it, I think, you know, with some of the conversations and especially social media conversations. They've really gotten intense, you know, in all kinds of ways, political. Yeah. Um, Suddenly, everybody's an epidemiologist and a viral doctor and whatever. Right. Before they were an impeachment expert, and before that, <laughs> exactly. they were, you know, it's just, yeah. And you know, I'm guilty. I, I get caught in that too, and I pull back. I'm like, all right, you know, this this is silly, and and you know, let's let's have a group hug. You know, at the end of the day, we're all friends here. You know, that that's what it matters. You know, I so, think but, too. You know, I'm a big Joe Rogan uh, podcast fan. Yeah, I, I me too. I've been, I've been. Oh my god, I, I watched one on Tom Green yesterday, <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, oh, Tom Green, no, he's funny, but dude, he's a human being. Oh, okay, go ahead. But wait, it, it, it was, I, I didn't finish it, but it was good. But go ahead. Yes. No, no, no. And, and you know, like he just, I feel like he he just basically embraces this concept of like, um, kind of like you just said, you know, like what you're doing to get by is probably okay. And, you know, just really seems to understand more about humanity and the fact that, like, if you and I disagree, mm -hmm. first of all, we probably are closer to an agreement than we think. You know, we just have to talk about it. But like, we like don't. This. Right. And a lot of people don't like to talk all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. And especially when it comes to politics, you know, it's like you're left, I'm right. Well, Maybe, but how close to the center are we? Because I bet you we're yeah. closer or we're closer to each other. You know, yes. I've had this conversation yeah. with people, you know, they go, oh, I thought you were blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, I am. They're like, well, but you like this. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And they're like, well, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, it doesn't make <laughs> sense because you put me into this category of whatever you think I am, you know, like, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> and, and so I think, you know, I certainly, and I, not the, these aren't conversations when you go like, you're right, I'm wrong. That's an argument. If we would have more conversation, number one, people would learn. And number two, 
yes, there's going to be some people that you just really can't have a conversation with, but you would learn that too, right? Like, I can't find out if you're an idiot unless I let you talk, right? You know. So before I call you idiot, I should at least let let's we should at least have some engaging conversation about topics to find out if I really think you are that, you know. And then after the end, if we've had a lot of conversation, we've talked about various topics, and we just don't see eye to eye, that's cool. You know, I think you respect the person as a human being, and that's really like this this whole corona craziness going on. For the most part, I'm very positive, optimistic about it. But the only thing that really scares me is the is like that social aspect. The um, you know people posting on Facebook. Their 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 only goal on Facebook is to one up one another. Yeah. Like huh, I posted a meme and it's a picture of A, B, and C, and ha, I proved you wrong. And they walk away like they oh drop the mic and it's like no, you didn't drop no mic. You just made yourself look like an idiot. And and, and people don't want to have a conversation. They they just they just want to one up each other, one up each other, then they get nasty. It's like, okay, you know what? I'm deleting this post. This is not, people don't want to have a conversation and people need to, we, we do this too long that real actual friends that have been friends for a long time are no longer friends anymore, which, which is terrible because you destroy decades of relationships and friendships and weddings and birthdays and all sorts of things. I just, I've seen them just, I've seen them most every day. They just, I'm friend of this person. It's like, why are you telling me? I don't care. But um, so that's why I'm hoping, you know, we all hope we get back sooner than later so we can actually talk like human beings. But that's yeah. really, really, really the only thing. I don't care about the politics and, you know, the, the bug's going to go away. We're going to find a cure. I'm not worried about that stuff. It's just the human interaction on social media is being destroyed. And that's really my biggest fear of, out of all this whole thing. Yeah. Well, I think it's, I think it takes a lot. I mean, I've had a couple, I had somebody, she, she kind of attacked me in a, in a post. Yeah. And I had something to say once and then she came back with even more. And I thought, you know, one of two things, uh, well, easily one of two things. Okay. She's having a bad day and I'm not. And so she's going off. And when we talk and see each other, we can see that, right? I can see your demeanor is bad and I know not to pick on you anymore. <laughs> right. Or, um, she's got a different life experience on this than I have. And this is how she feels. There's no reason for me to keep fighting with her about it because she feels this way about this topic and I don't. So, you know, like, let's see how she feels on some other topics before I start defriending her or, you know, blocking. blocking. Her, yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and people should remember too, like Facebook's got that nice unfollow for 30 days. So if like someone's kind of just getting on your nerves, but like, I've done that to a few people, even people that I'm really good friends with, and they're posting how I feel, but they don't stop posting how I feel. Sure, like, sure, I've seen sure. it too much. I'll see you in 30 days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, we're good. Um, yeah, we're, we're, go we're going on a break. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be the opposite of how you feel, right? So, right, right, right. Um, so, anyway, so, Jason, I, um, I appreciate you jumping on. Uh, I think the conversation oh, was great. We talked a lot about, you know, everything, I think. And um, I think it's helpful for people to realize, like, how many others kind of go through it and maybe what they're doing to go through their business, their family, you know, whatever. And that was the, my reasoning for starting this. And of course, as we eventually one day exit COVID-19, we'll have different topics to talk about and different, yeah. you know, what's going on today in your life and your business. But, um, you know, I hope to continue and have, you know, people back and that type of stuff. And hopefully you had a good time. Oh, I had a great time. I feel honored. Thank you so much. Where, where, where are you sharing these? Are these, are you posting them somewhere? Yeah. So I just, so, so, um, I'll tell you what, 
let's let me hit stop record here in a second and then i'll answer that question just because it won't make sense to somebody listening uh in a week or two so be safe everybody all right thanks